this is Flavored on Feelings. My name is Lala. I'm a single Latina woman raising a six-year-old boy in this crazy world. Yes, that is me. I love my career. No, I don't. I like my career. I used to love it. I've always had a relationship with food. I freaking love food. I can literally tie back every relationship I've had to a certain dish. Some are hot, some are spicy, some are cold, and some are bitter. I'm so passionate about food that I decided that I wanted to do something that I would enjoy. So here I am coming to you with an exciting podcast about relationships, foods, and flavors. I've come to realize that life is fucking short. And if you have something that you're passionate about, you might as well pursue it because tomorrow's never promised. I know that one morning I woke up and I decided, you know what? I no longer care what people think about me. I no longer give a fuck if someone likes me or not. So I've decided to take this leap of faith and do what I love. We're gonna have fun. To know her is to love her. I've been talking about strong women, and this strong Latina happens to be the person I can count on whenever I'm down. The person that no matter what I do, wrong or right, will never judge me. May give me advice, whether I like it or not, but deep down has my interest at heart. My cousin, a strong, independent Latina who happens to give you side looks when she thinks you're not looking. My cousin Elizabeth has worked at the same company for over 13 years, is engaged and has a beautiful daughter who's my niece, is what I call her, because she knows I'm part country. Well, my cousin, and I spent many years in communication with one another. And at some point in time, our communication just drifted apart. Life got in the way. I had a life, she had a life. And I never knew where that relationship went because I remember when we were little, we would always be together. We would travel to DR every summer. We would fly out, I remember early in the morning, pack everything the night before, and we would just sit there and talk for hours about everything we were going to do. We were able to recite the I Wanna Sex You Up song by Color Me Bad like no one was able to do so. I was eight, she was nine. She believes in me. She was born in September, a Virgo, strong, stubborn, always loves getting her way, but in a good way. She goes for what she wants. Very calculated and not afraid to tell you how she feels. That is my cousin, Elizabeth, better known to me as Ingrid. My cousin and I love to eat. 
I have a relationship with food. I have a relationship with family and friends and men in my life. But my cousin and I love to eat. Now, growing up in two different households, obviously, I remember I could always pick up the phone when I was sad or I was going through things in my life. And yes, at that age, I feel like I went through a lot. Some may believe it, some may not. But who cares? I know what I went through and I know what's in my heart. I remember coming home from school on days that I was really sad. I could pick up the phone and just phone her. We would plan to spend the weekends together. My uncle, her father, Tony, and my father, Louis, would come home in the middle of the night around 12, 12.30. And I remember they would surprise us with like a pint or a quart of Napoleon ice cream. Boy, were we happy. That was like life. And we would talk for hours. And our parents actually got along very well, or our fathers got along very well because they grew up together too. And that's what I always thought I would have with my cousin when my father and her father, Tony and Lewis, completely opposite, one's tall, the other one's short. One is lighter in complexion, the other one is darker. We have similar resemblance. I'm the tall one, a little bit lighter. My cousin is the short one <laughs> and a little bit darker. Going back to mentioning, our dads would wake us up at 12.30 in the morning when they came home from the bodega. For those of you that don't know what a bodega is, it's a corner grocery store that sells everything from cigarettes to Colt 45, which was a beer back then that the guys used to come in, to Jamaican beef patties with cheese. You name it, the bodega had it. And oftentimes you were sent to the bodega to pick up something that was missing in the pantry. The bodega was exciting and we spent a lot of time there. As we would sit and talk about everything we wanted in life, what comes to mind is the time we sat in the back of the bodega in a room and we said to each other, we should start a business together. That business was gonna be called the Two Cousin Clinic because she was so into becoming a doctor. Once again, life happens. In visiting DR, we always had the opportunity to try traditional Dominican dishes. Those ladies in our family knew how to throw down in the kitchen. I mentioned that my cousin's really strong and she's a great mother. She raises her daughter the same way we were raised, but with a little bit more love, I like to say. It's great to be a female and be able to raise your child the way you feel fit to do so. Oftentimes there are people out there that are so into your business that they wanna give you advice on what to eat, what to wear, what to watch, what to do. And that's what I love about my cousin. She will take your advice, but she's also going to make her own decision. Now let's talk about the food we love. I remember this one night my cousin and I, once we started the connection again and started communicating with one another uh, when I moved into the Bronx. And there was one night I remember that we got together and we went out, we went out to a bar, it was amazing, we met people, I met someone uh, from my college days, and it was in Washington Heights. And we were so exhausted that day, I'll never forget. And then we went home. So this one dish I'm going to make is called mangu. Mangu is a very traditional, I like to say maybe Sunday morning dish, in my opinion. The dish consists of green bananas, and you take them and boil them until they're soft and tender. My way of checking out if it's soft and tender is usually by sticking 
a fork in it. I chop up the bananas as small as possible or let's say plantains. Some places that you go and you shop for them, you will see green bananas. Other places you will see plantains or platanos. So now I get a nice stock pot. I add my water to it. After I add my water, I drop in my bananas. I usually start cooking them when the water is boiling. Some people like to put them in and let the water get hot. I like to do it my way. It still tastes good, so. It is what it is. So platano come from many different regions of the world. But in my country, in the Dominican Republic, they definitely grow them. It's a very big part of our culture. And many of us grew up eating them. As a matter of fact, there's even songs after them. That's how popular platanos are. Now this mangu can be coupled with different things because it's almost like a, I don't want to say mashed potatoes, but it has that mashed potato consistency once you boil the platanos. Make sure that you add a little bit of salt to your water. Adding a little bit of salt will enhance the flavor. So now, going back to my cousin. That night we decided to go out, we had a blast. But after drinking so much, we were starving. Starving, like we could eat whatever was in front of us. We decided to get some mango because we were hungry. Now let me tell you that mango has a lot of carbs in it. But for fuck's sake, it is so delicious. It is a great dish. Mangu can just be eaten alone. But of course, Dominicans have to be a little bit extra. And we make what's called mangu con los tres golpes, which is basically mangu with the three hits. So we use Dominican salami. You use queso de freire, which is frying cheese. You usually see it in the supermarket, in the cheese section. And Tropical is one of the most popular brands that will make it. It says queso de freire. And last but not least, we fry up some eggs, but we make sure that we don't cook the yolk all the way through. Now, if you think that's not enough, let me add a little spin to it. We love mango so much that even though we're adding three different things, protein basically, we then take red onions and fry them in olive oil and vinegar. We take onions and we fry them in a little bit of vinegar and olive oil. Those onions become caramelized. But the best thing is that when you throw in a splash of vinegar, they sizzle and that aromatic vinegar smell is throughout your entire house and the presentation is beautiful okay so i have my platanos boiling i'm gonna let them cook for about i would say 15 minutes and then i'm gonna tell you what i do after with them now in telling you more about elizabeth i would like to let you know that i'm so grateful to have her in my life she pushes me she pushes me to the limit and i'm very thankful for that she has never told me you can't do it. It's always, you can do it, go do it, make it happen. You have what it takes. We're crazy. Yes, we're crazy together. We're two firecrackers that are not afraid of the world. Two firecrackers that we raise our children to believe that there's nothing that they cannot do. So I love the fact that we're teaching them to become strong, independent individuals in this society. My cousin loves her IPAs. So an IPA with this mango is the perfect combination. You want to watch a good show on TV? Call Elizabeth. She can tell you reviews like no other person can. She can tell you if another season of a show is going to come out or if the show is going to end. At night, we find ourselves on the phone 
talking about shows that we enjoy seeing, like diners, dive-ins, and drives. She's in Scarsdale, New York. I'm in Buffalo, New York. It's so funny to hear her on the phone when she's like, Mana, Mana, did you just see what guy's eating? And I'll say, no, because my TV is delayed by like two minutes. So you're getting to see the good stuff and I'm over here waiting for it to come up. I guess you can say downstate is a little fast pace. Anyway, then you have my niece in the background talking about, don't y'all have anything better to do? Well, absolutely not, because life is so freaking short. We're here one minute and we're not here the next day. And I love my cousin because you motivate me like no other woman I know. And having you in my life is a blessing. And every day that passes by, I want to take your advice and conquer the world. Let people know that they don't have to be afraid about life. Let people know that you can make your own decisions as you have. Yes. That's why I love my cousin. When you love someone so much and that person believes in you, having that person you can come to day in, day out, whether you like it or not, that person. My cousin is my rock. And it sucks that so many years have passed us, but every time we pick up the phone, we pick up exactly where we left off. And now I'm so lucky to be able to call her every day if I want to, FaceTime her, laugh, cry with her, and bounce ideas off of her. So now, when you take out your platanos or the water from the pot, I always like to leave a little bit because it makes it easier for you to mash the plantains and then it gives it like a velvet texture and it allows you to incorporate the additional ingredients you may want to add. So now, you can mash your plantains with either a plastic cup. I've used a can of beans. Um, you can use a platano masher. They sell them or a mashed potato masher. What the hell do you call that anyway? Please leave me a comment because I don't remember. Potato masher? Who knows? Anyway, um, and then what we do is after you mash it up, you can add some olive oil, sprinkle some salt. Some people like to do a little bit of garlic powder. I like to add a lot of butter. So I'll use half a stick of butter depending on the amount of platanos. I like to use half a stick of butter depending on how many platanos I decide to use. So today I used four platanos. The half a stick of butter goes into the platano along with some salt and olive oil and a little bit of garlic powder. And I mash, I, I start to mash those platanos until they like basically become a paste, a very thick paste. And as I'm doing it, you can literally add more olive oil, mozzarella cheese, it's up to you, okay? When I make mango, my biggest pet peeve is when you have the mango and then it's cooled down because you're in the process of frying the cheese, uh, frying the salami and frying the eggs. So what I like to do is I like to leave the bananas or the platanos in water until I'm ready to mash them. And I've already started my three combination or two combination, whether it's going to be eggs and salami or salami, eggs and cheese. It's up to you, but you can also add many other different things that you may like. Do you have a certain way of eating mango? If you do, please tell me what other combinations you have eaten mango with. I'm pretty sure knowing that platanos are so popular around the world. I would love to know how you eat your platanos. And how do you make them? Do you fry them? Do you boil them? Do you bake them? I'm curious. I would love to know because I think the world is so, because I think the world is full of amazing cultures that can take one ingredient and turn it into something spectacular and have made some exquisite dishes. So sharing is caring and let me know.
cold platanos are okay but this mango when it's nice and warm and creamy that's when you want to be able to add your toppings so that you can have a nice hot plate i like to have my platanos warm along with my toppings hot salami etc i feel that if you eat mango at room temperature it can still be good but i like my mango nice and hot along with the toppings i choose i use two eggs and i slice up some salami and i just cook it or fry it in the same saucepan just to make it easy then everything is hot and you don't even have to worry about oh my mango is going to get cold and then the cheese i leave for last because it tends to brown kind of quick now I take my salami, my cheese, and my eggs, and I take them out of the oil. I place them directly on top of my mashed platanos. Remember that I start frying the ingredients I'm gonna top my mango with, but while I'm frying them, I'm mashing the bananas so that the whole dish can be warm or you can enjoy it as hot as possible because it tastes better. In my opinion, if you take the mango and you pair it up with your combination at the right time, the flavors tend to marry one another. Now with a little bit of oil that's left in my pan after frying my eggs, my cheese and my salami, I take red onions and I slice them very thinly. I throw them in the pan. You're gonna hear the shh from everything and I add olive oil until they're nicely fried and then touch it up with a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of salt and pepper to your taste, and then I just let them caramelize. Now that is poured right on top and you can feel how the onions and the oil, when it drips over the platanos, it sizzles. Still, this dish to me is home cooking to the max, it's comfort food, the carbs, the oil, the hot oil that just drizzles on top of your dish, it's a powerful thing. As the hot oil and onions are poured on top of the dish, you can just see it come down and sizzle the platanos. And the oil reminds me of how hot Latina women, of how hot Latina women are, whether it be their temper, their looks, their personality, you name it and we are hot but let's be real all of us women have a little bit of spice in us no matter where you come from we are all hot like that oil the platanos represent that comfort the heavy carbs that food coma after you eat it that's what my cousin is to me it's like <laughs> she's full of energy and the carbs which it's almost like it keeps you satisfied for a very long time. She keeps me satisfied and she keeps me going. Onions represent to me how my cousin is able to do three things at once. It's almost like you have these onions that are being caramelized and cooked down by the vinegar and the olive oil. That big mix, how it can just hold on to its flavor, its identity as it's cooking in the oil and the vinegar. The salami, she likes her steak, so she likes her meat. That's just how it represents her. She's definitely a meat eater and enjoys it. 
And the cheese, just that, you know, stubbornness. You know, you cook that cheese, you cook it too much, it gets really crispy, but she also has a great heart. And it's not really that, maybe it's not that she's stubborn, maybe it's just that she's set in her ways. And she's been through a lot too, and she's been able to overcome many different things. My cousin is dynamite. Ultimately, she was raised by her father, and she is a strong Latina. You'll be able to actually take a look at this dish on my Instagram page. Thank you, Elizabeth, for being an inspirational woman in my life. Thank you for pushing me. Thank you for believing in me. You are totally my sidekick. You are not only my cousin, Elizabeth. You are the sister that I've never had. And I thank you for that. Thank you for being such a wonderful mom, wonderful fiance great family member and dedicated woman. I look up to you and I'm so fucking proud of you. This is Lala. Thank you for listening. Don't be afraid to share your experiences with me as I know you probably have a lot of them to share. Life is not only about creating yourself. Life is about becoming who you want to be. If you feel passionate about something, go ahead and take the leap. I'm doing it. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you for listening and feel free to leave any comments or questions that you may have on my Instagram page. You can also leave a message or a comment on Anchor. I look forward to hearing from you.